Our guest analyst this afternoon, Dan Bossy, president of Ag Resource Company. Dan, we saw a uh, grain market uh, today that uh, just didn't want to go anywhere but lower. No, that's right. And, and uh, you know, uh, since we've come back in the new year, it's been sagging energy prices and liquidation of uh, uh, long futures, if you will, in soy meal. That's pressured soybean prices lower. And, and with that, the corn market and wheat market have also fallen. Uh, lots of rumors today. Uh, we had rumors that maybe China's uh, looking at washing out some U.S. wheat, which we can't confirm. Also talked that maybe China may be selling from their soybean reserve uh which, again, is, is possible. The, the people in Asia suggest that that may be something that we look forward to in coming months, but, again, not confirmed here this afternoon. Right. Now, you had a chance to travel through uh, uh, Brazil. What are things looking like down there? You know, I, I, I was able to go to Mato Grosso and a few of the areas in northern Brazil that was affected by the dryness, and, and we did not like what we saw. The, the, the crop is stunted. Uh, it's, it's populated poorly. Uh, it's not branching, and when we look at yield analysis, it's going to be somewhere between 30 and 50 percent below last year. I mean, I don't think people understand when a place like uh, Mato Grosso, which has sandy, loamy soils, endures a drought with short-season soybeans, which are usually 99 to 105 days, uh, without drought tolerance, that the crop really doesn't do very well. So we dropped our estimate for Brazilian soybeans to 150 million metric tons, but we're fearful we're heading down to the 140s, mid-140s, if everything else in the country goes right, but we've also got some weather issues that are starting to develop in Paraná and Mato Grosso de Sol and some other areas that we need to watch or be, pay close attention to. Okay, yeah, that's the biggest thing is just keep an eye on it down there then. It is, and follow the harvest data. I mean, uh, we'll still need another 10 days, but I'm sending another tour down there to really do a deeper dive into Mato Grosso, but we're concerned that maybe yields will be down 20% for the state, which is a big deal for the long-term direction of soybean prices. Okay. How about livestock today? What happened there? Well, we, we, you know, we don't know what to do with the winter storm. The cattle market started lower, then it went sharply higher, then it came back down, and then it went higher. There's lots of volatility. We're all watching these uh, winter storms that are, that are forecast across the central U.S. How much weight will it take off carcasses and trying to understand what consumers are willing to pay at least for hamburger at the lower cuts at the grocery store. So it's a back-and-forth kind of phenomenon until we are able to, to really understand the, the length and duration of what the planes will be looking at in terms of snow and cold. Anything else we need to be aware of we're talking about here? Really not. I, of course, have the Brazilian crop numbers on Wednesday from CONAB and USDA's out on Friday. That'll be enough. And then we get an MLK uh, Monday, if you will, next week. And and we'll then have a better idea, I believe, what harvested yield data will be from Mato Grosso. So it's those three things that will culminate. We would probably not be selling markets here just because we're fearful of smaller South American uh, soy crops coming forward. Ag Resource Company President Dan Bossi.